0: Hi, this is Ann Cavera with another episode of Speeding Past 80. This week's episode is called What's it worth? All right, this is a rhetorical question. Exactly what am I supposed to do about my right hip joint? I never gave it permission to quit, and now it seems to be giving up. Am I not in charge here? This right hip socket is supposed to last as long as the rest of me. Yet here it is yelling that it quits. This business of body parts giving up is not a huge problem for an older person unless the older person is also a caregiver. We don't have time for this sort of thing. We can't take time off. We can't stop. Caregivers are resolved to keep putting one foot in front of the other, even if our legs and back have a different idea. We urge our broken bodies to keep going with heating pads, natural home remedies like grape juice and pectin, and doctor visits if all else fails. At night, pain persists, robbing us of sleep. We desperately need to function the next day. Matthew 24:13 says, But the one who perseveres to the end shall be saved. I always thought that those who persevere to the end meant people who prevailed in great battles. Now I think it's written for the rest of us who fight a multitude of small battles every day. You see, when this podcast began last February, I looked toward my 80th birthday as a high water mark. After that, I was going to admit to myself yep, I'm old. Well, now I am past 80. But mentally, I don't feel any older. It's just my body disagrees. Jim and I have been watching the Antiques Roadshow for a lot of years. I don't have any valuable antiques to take in for appraisal. We just like to look at other people's junk. One day it occurred to me that we are now older than a lot of the ugly jewelry and furniture people bring in for appraisal. That got me to wondering how things might turn out if the experts appraised antique people instead of lamps and toys. I might take both of us in and see what the experts think we're worth. I can see it all now. Our appraisal might go something like this. One of the Kino brothers would take a look at the shape I'm in and say, Well, some of the original parts have been replaced and she's added paint to her original finish. Too bad she's not in her original condition. The other Kino brother will be looking Jim over, and he's going to say, Most of the hair is gone, but the top of the head does have a nice patina. His legs are worn, but he's still functional. One will comment that the design is standard, but there's a little too much padding in the seat. Hopefully, the experts will decide that in spite of all the wear and tear, we have been made from good materials by a master craftsman. The classic story of the Velveteen Rabbit reminds me that we don't become real unless we're worn out. The false teeth, hair dye, and glasses many of us use to keep functioning and keep up our appearance mean little when it comes to how valuable we really are. Of course, the bottom-line question is, what is the master craftsman going to think when he looks us over for our final appraisal? Christ gave us some insight into this very question. Throughout his life, Jesus taught us to look beyond what the world uses to judge a person. Time and again, religious leaders criticized Jesus for hanging out with the wrong kind of people—the broken ones, the ones that had been beaten and battered. Remember Jesus' conversation with the Samaritan woman? He looked beyond her shabby reputation and into her thirsty heart. Unlike real-life antique appraisers, the master craftsman does not see us as less valuable if we are beaten up, worn out, and broken. On the contrary, in our modern culture of comfort, it's good to remember that in God's eyes, the most valuable among us have been broken, mended, and are being used up in service to others. The job of a caregiver is to persevere. Each morning I remind Jim I am his wife and he's my husband. Each morning he is amazed to find this out. There are rays of sunshine along the way. A friend gifted me with a beautiful wooden tea chest I promptly filled it with an assortment of tea bags which she also supplied. Each one of those tea bags is an invitation to sit, sip, and do nothing for a few minutes each day. For a little while each day, I'm reminded to relax, slow down, remember that I am a quality piece of work designed by a master craftsman, worth even more when certain parts show evidence of wear and tear. All this month I've been uh, talking at the end of the podcast about something that concerns me greatly. I have a special spot in my heart for middle grade kids. And so I've been looking for books that say in great stories things that I wish middle grade children could hear, not in a preachy way. The first criteria is that it has to be a really great story. I'm going to talk about a series, in fact, two series. The series I'm going to talk about this week is The Harwood Mysteries from L'Oreola Press in Chicago. This is a series of four books. Book one is The Shadow in the Dark, book two, The Haunted Cathedral, book three, The Fire of Eden, and book four, which just came out at Halloween, The Merchant's Curse. These books are by, and I hope I say his name right. I'm going to interview him next week, so by then I'll know for sure author is Antony barone Colic, and uh, he has done a great job of creating an adventure series that really kept this older reader turning pages, even though it's written for middle-grade kids, set in medieval times. And mixed in with great adventures are themes like forgiveness. And what is life about? What's the value of life? Who's important? Join me next week for my interview with the author, and we'll talk more about this series. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining me. We'll be here next Tuesday for another episode of Speeding Past 80.